0: So I have seen lot of women, uh, they don't blame, they blame themselves, they uh, they take all the burden on them because infertility has
1: become a, a female issue a lot, always been a female issue. Yeah, I mean, because if you're not able to have a child, the woman must be at fault. Exactly. What is psychological counselling in IVF and what role does it play? So Simret, uh
0: infertility is a very emotional journey. So. Uh, when it comes to psychological counseling, it means understand the patient, what they are going through, identify their emotions, prepare them for the treatment, and uh, ensure that they have a you know easy and uh, less difficulty journey during the treatment time.
1: Hello and welcome to Fertility Tales powered by Nova IVF. I'm your host Simrat, and in this episode we delve into the crucial role of counselling infertility treatments, exploring how mental health professionals and fertility specialists can profoundly impact the lives of couples facing infertility. Today, we are honoured to have Diana Krasta, the Chief Psychological Counsellor at NOVA IVF Fertility, Join us to share her insights. Welcome to the show, Diana. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. To start with, how did you get into the field of uh, psychological counselling and what drew you to this? Uh, And how did you take up infertility counseling for couples so when I look back uh, the you know counseling how did I get into
0: it was uh, you know for uh, someone like me who was uh, born and brought up in a very small village of coastal Karnataka where I did not know anything about psychology or counseling when I was studying Mm -hmm. Um, I felt that you know I can understand people I can uh, you know uh, listen people empathetically that is when I decided that I want to do something different from science and, you know, engineering and medical. And uh, that is when I uh, got an opportunity to interact with the priest who actually guided me to take up a course in uh, Bachelor of Social Work. uh, BSW from our School of Social Work, Roshanilaya Manglaw, where I got an opportunity to work with the individuals, children, community, uh, got exposed to... uh, people's problems, mm-hmm. uh, whether it is a, fam- a family issues or whether it is uh, psychiatric issues or uh, people from a weaker section. So that is where I developed the interest in counseling. Book of Dale Carnegie was another uh, change in my life where uh, you know saw things in a very different perspective. And there was my calling and I decided to take up my post-graduation in Master's in Social Work with a medical and psychiatric
1: specialization. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, Diana, I would like you to also delve on the topic that what is psychological counseling in IVF and what role does it play? So, Simrad, uh, infertility is a very emotional journey. Right. So, uh,
0: when it comes to psychological counseling, it means understand the patient what they are going through identify their emotions prepare them for the treatment and uh, ensure that they have a you know easy and uh, less difficulty
1: journey during the treatment time what type of couples do uh, come to the clinic what are their emotional challenges and how do you navigate those so we get around roughly around three categories of patients to the clinic
0: Where the first category is the first timers to IVF who tried for a few years and uh, first time they're visiting the clinic. Mm. The second category of people who visited some other clinic um, and then they would have come to our clinic. The third category of people uh, did some treatment, taken some treatment and had a failed cycle.
1: And then they would have come to our clinic for the treatment. Okay. So how do you navigate uh, the counselling for a first timer who's come to the clinic For their treatment. So Simrit what happens when the first timers comes to the clinic.
0: They come up with a lot of emotional baggage. They come up with a lot of uh, you know myths and misconceptions. They go through YouTube or they go through Google. They read a lot of things. Understand little. And misunderstand a lot. You know. And because of which when they come to the clinic. We have to handle their emotions in terms of giving them the right information. Right. And... uh, that is a major challenge for the team here and at the same time when they come for a uh, you know counseling there's a lot of uh, like i have already said myths and misconception. Yeah. Um, you know are you using the
1: are you doing the right thing or uh, are you using I my thing wrong yeah. and uh, also i think there's so much emotional baggage that they come with because of the societal pressure and the familial pressure um, how do you navigate that So we try to understand
0: where is the, what is the situation and their family and where is the pressure coming from. Mm -hmm. Most of the couples, uh, what we have seen, whenever the minute they know that they are uh, struggling with the, uh, struggling to get pregnant, we have seen them not living with the extended family members, Mm -hmm. especially in a city like Bangalore or in a metro city. More cosmopolitan area. Yeah, they, uh, you know, live independently. It's like a more like a nuclear family. We also see that, you know, people who come from a rural area, they struggle a lot to deal with their family members. Um, You know, there is a stigma, there is a discrimination, there is a lot of pressure, there is self-pressure as well. Sometimes it goes with the blame game, you know, uh, first-timers do not know uh, where is the issue or what is the issue. So that also becomes a challenge for, uh, you know, the counsellors and to the team. Yeah, Coming to your second point, you know, how do we take care of this? Uh, We will try to understand or listen to them, their problems, what they are going through, Uh, you know, try to understand from their point of view. And then we use different counseling techniques to, you know, navigate that. Um, when I say it may be when counseling it comes for some people it's just about creating awareness they just want it want information at the right uh, way which is very
1: important coming from yes. a reliable source
0: yes so as I said because of the Google there is a lot of wrong information that they would have assumed so for us first role is to ensure that they get the right information so we have to do awareness counseling. Mm. In second stage, what we do or a second type of counselling is more of a supportive counselling. To this kind of a people, am I doing the right thing? Um, You know, is it okay to go to IVF now? Or is it okay to visit a fertility consultant now? Mm -hmm. Should I wait for another one, two years to try naturally?
1: Is it too late?
0: Is it too early to go to a doctor? You know, Uh, or... um, uh, so, they require that support that, you know, it's okay, you know, you need this counseling. So, I mean, so you need this treatment and it is okay to take a treatment. It is not your fault. It is very natural. There are so many couples who today who are infertile. So, they require that support. So, we give them that support counseling. In, there are some couples where we have to talk about the implications, Mm. Now, for example, a couple would have, uh, you know, advice to go for a donor program. And what is the implications of it? Is it the right thing to do? Am I prepared for it? If I go for it, what will happen? Mm. You know, am I able to accept the child? Will the child like? Will be like me? You know. So then it is required for us to talk about that or counsel them about that, give them the real life examples, ensure that you make them meet somebody who has taken uh, such treatment and uh, see from them. The third or the fourth category is a therapeutic Mm counselling. Now, this counselling is for those people who are actually gone through a lot in terms of uh, stigma or uh, issues in their family. And, you know, uh, people who when they go through mental health issues, it is not of one or two days episodes. It is uh, multiple years of uh, issues they are facing sometimes counseling may not help that is when we
1: use certain psychotherapies to handle the patients. I feel infertility is such a taboo it's considered such a taboo and a stigma in this world uh, and a country like ours that the first course of treatment that a person prescribes to themselves is self self-blame and yes. they keep that bottled in whereas you know to be able to normalize this is so important yes. to be able to go to the right, doctor at the right time yes. I think and to come to a psychological counsellor to pour your you know inhibitions out it's so important for a couple to be able to be on that same page very true very true which is actually so true that uh, uh,
0: to help them to understand their problems it itself is a difficult yeah. so I have seen a lot of women uh, they don't blame they blame themselves they uh, w- they take all the burden on them because Infertility has
1: become a a female issue a lot, always been a female issue. Yeah, I mean, because if you're not able to have a child, the the woman must be at fault. Exactly. There was a lady who I
0: remember a case where a lady who had come and said, you know, please save my marriage. Because if you, uh, you know, if I don't conceive this attempt, then my husband said he will remarry somebody and uh, this was very emotional for us it is very difficult as well because ivf may not give you 100% success rate uh but the ladies uh, you know the issues or the problems or you know the way she came and told our counselor please do something let me get pregnant this time if not i will you know have to my husband will uh, you know abandon me and i have nowhere to go so these are the situations we actually face sometimes um And there are sometimes we get elderly couple. Elderly couple, two, three times. Mm -hmm. One is, or two, three, uh, you know, types. One is who have decided to come to a fertility clinic very late. And where, you know, you cannot use your own gametes. And then they would like to, the doctor advised them to go for a donor program. That is one. The second category of people who had their children but would have died due to certain Diseases or something, yeah. We also have couples who have come after their children died because of COVID, come to the clinic and say that, you know, I would like to have a baby. And there are couples who say, I want exactly like my son who died or exactly like my daughter who died. Now, how do you take care of that? How do you tell them that they are different? Everybody is unique. Your daughter or a son who died are a different person, different people altogether. And this baby is going to be different. So these are the different challenges that we see uh, during the counselling.
1: You had mentioned a third type of couple who come to you who are probably in their advanced age and are advised a donor cycle um, or some other implication. How do you uh, counsel that kind of a couple?
0: So as per the IIT law, IIT Act, the women can get pregnant up to 49 and uh, uh, the men's age is around 55. So anybody who comes in their, uh, you know, late 30s or early 40s for a treatment, uh, usually because of their physical condition, doctor advised them uh, the the treatment, which is a donor program, they Mm ask them to go for a third party reproductive uh, program. So during when they've been advised to go for a donor program, that is when there is a challenge um, or a challenge or there is an acceptance issue accepting the treatment itself mm. uh, starts with the accepting the a couple accepting the treatment accepting each other because um, either a sperm donor or a oocyte donor uh, accept is in the acceptance is a challenge in this case so uh, starting with that then the second challenge or a second issue the couple will have is once they accept is that is this child will be like me you know um you know yeah. whether the child look like me behave like me or you know uh does things like me so there is always there is a struggle between uh, you know acceptance and, acceptance to be able to and come and to, to terms yeah yes and uh, Later, you know, the third part is where, what kind of donor am I going to get? Uh, is it the donor with the, what are the, how do you select the donor? Or what do you, uh, go, uh, you know, how how do we go ahead with the donor? So all of this comes in, uh, you know, third party reproduction counseling. When it comes to psychological counseling, we do uh, talk to them about uh, the, uh, importance of uh, repro- uh, you know donor program at this stage. Right. Uh, that is first. Then talk about how everybody is different, how everybody is unique, and how it is not right for us to compare uh, you know ourselves to somebody else. And
1: apples to oranges. You can't compare them. Yes. Right?
0: And the best example that we give is if, if you see twins, do you see twins? Is there any similarities in twins except, uh, you know, if they're identical twins? Mm. Their characteristics, their behavior, everything is different. So if you cannot... Uh, you know uh, see similarities in twins then it is not right to see the similarities also you know in your own child or you know if the child was my own how the child would have been if because this is a you know donor program or a donor child how the child is different mm. so it's all about upbringing it's all about the nurturing it's <laughs> all about you know, right. yes, it's all about that so that is where we prepare the couple to accept the donor program which is otherwise there is no way for them to get pregnant because of their advanced age.
1: When couples come to you for counseling do you see any and observe any marital issues between them and if yes what kind are they? Oh yeah marital issues are plenty I think
0: every couple has some issue or the other Uh, because you know uh, infertility itself is a couple thing Uh, it starts with the blame, blaming each other that it is your responsibility, it is you are the one who, uh, you know, it, it's you because of you, I'm not able to get pregnant or because of you, I am not able to become a father. So it's all about the blame game. So, uh, so marital issues are there with uh, many, uh, you know, there are with a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I would like to give some examples yes, you, know, yes. you, give, you know if you know there are an example there was a couple who visited uh, the center with the uh, family members and uh, the couple was completely prepared the you know the the they were completely prepared to become a pregnant but while counseling we just observed that wife had some you know inhibition she was not very comfortable so, um uh, the counsellor uh, called the wife separately and she wanted to have one-on-one with her. Mm. Considering that she was not talking much in the counselling, she was not talking much with the doctor as well. Mm. During the one-on-one counselling, the patient said, the woman said that I want to become a mother but at not at this stage. Because I have... I would like to, you know, rectify my marriage or I, I want to, uh, you know, take care of my marriage. Take For, the marriage first yeah, you. Yes, I don't get so much of attention or I don't get what I like from my husband. Uh, there is a lot of pressure from my family to get pregnant, which I'm okay with it. But before that, I want to, uh, you know, have a better relationship with my husband. So then we also thought, let's have one on one with the husband. So when we had a one-on-one with the husband, the husband didn't realize that wife is was thinking that way.
1: Yeah.
0: For husband, I'm giving everything. I am, um, you know, giving a good life. I'm giving, you know, giving good money. I'm providing um, for everything. Yeah, I'm giving everything what is required for my wife. So I'm a good husband. But because there was a lack of communication, they were not able to express what they feel for each other mm-hmm. and during the counseling session, um, it was actually understood that what is the expectation from a wife and what is the expectation from a husband. And then there was a com- um, you know, combined session where we identified what was required to be done and help the couple to identify by themselves what is good for each other. And after a few months, the wife called us. And during this time, we continued the treatment as well because, uh, you know, the wife was ready to go ahead with the treatment because things were getting better at that point of time. And then wife called to say that, you know, uh, yesterday was my birthday and my husband got a cake for me. And, you know, uh, this all happened because we were able to communicate each other and you helped us doing this. Mm. So this is
1: one of the examples where... uh, Uh, Small, small issues, but you know the... But there's a lack of communication between the couple and they are not able to express that to each other. And that's why I feel counselling plays such an important part uh, in bridging that gap.
0: Nova is focusing on the parenthood, but also at the cost of having the better relationship between the husband and wife.
1: You know, sometimes couples think that after having a child, they can save their marriage if they are anyway having some marital problems. But uh, once you have a child, I think things will fall into place. Um, do you get such cases, and how do you deal with those people who are trying to fix something which is broken? And you know. So we do get
0: actually, and fixing a marriage because of the child. I feel it is a myth, because if you have to fix your marriage, if you you to fix a marriage between the husband and wife, mm. child's will child will be a, a you know additional responsibility, and to. Uh, You know, take care of your additional responsibility. Husband and wife should have a mutual understanding, compatibility and uh, that mindset to help each other. Mm. So I can give an example where, uh, you know, before the... Before this lady got pregnant, everything was very good. Family was very supportive. They were not, uh, you know, stigmatizing or uh, discriminating the, uh, you know, woman. Mm -hmm. The family was very supportive. Husband was very supportive. Everything was going so well. She got pregnant. Family was so happy about it. The problem started when she got pregnant or after her pregnancy, uh, because here she felt that you know this is a precious child. I need to behave in a certain way. I need certain things in a certain ways. And uh, for a husband and for a family, this became s- too much. That no, pregnancy is natural. Even though you conceive through IVF, it is natural. You can do a lot of things. And there the problem started between husband and wife. And when actually came to see us uh, in the clinic, that mm-hmm. is when doctor realized that husband and wife, there is something is going wrong. Because after pregnancy, they get to see uh, come to see the doctor. Yeah. And then the doctor called. To the counsellor, called the counsellor and said that, you know, I want you to work on the couple because I see that there is a issue. Again, as a couple counselling methodology, we spoke to the wife first, we spoke to the husband uh, later. Had a one-on-one with each other, uh, with, separately with them. Yes. And then we had a combined session. And then we helped oh. them to, you know, identify the issues, expectations from each other. And then uh, they are going well now. I'm sure, I guess she would have delivered now, not very sure. But this was one of the recent case that I have seen.
1: Oh, I mean, so then I think working on your relationship is the most important part before you bring a child into this world. Yes, very, very important. Infertility is such a sensitive subject to any person. Sometimes the blame is on oneself and they don't know how to deal with it or navigate it. Uh, that might lead to you know, severe depression. So how do you deal with uh, people who come with this mental block or this depression? So, a
0: lot of couples who visit us, you know, will have a depression or will have uh, uh, issues because of their, um, you know, infertility. Mm-hmm. So, when couple come to us, we see what is their uh, stages of depression, whether it is mild, moderate or severe. Mm-hmm. Mild, moderate can be taken care with the counseling or with the help of uh, psychotherapy. Like we do, uh, you know, CBT, which is... Um, uh, 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 yeah, uh, a therapy which helps the people to take care of themselves. Uh, during the severe depression or a severe, severe uh, depression cases where we require to stop the treatment because we believe this requires additional support. Counseling or a therapy doesn't help in this case. Mm-hmm. These people require to see a psychiatrist and take a treatment, get better and come back. We have seen couples having suicidal uh, ideations mm. because of infertility. And uh, there are couples who have been tried also to commit suicide. So as a policy at NOVA, we look into the well-being of a couple. And if the couple is healthy, mentally and physically, they can always come back for a treatment on IVF because they, uh, you know, treatment is available anytime. Mm. But your severe depression requires to take care at the right time.
1: All right, and do you collaborate with any other health uh, practitioners to be able to give you a clearance to resume the treatment? Is it is there an arrangement like that?
0: Yes, so we do uh, recommend them to go to a psychiatrist. So the uh, fertility doctors mm-hmm. uh, refer them to a psychiatrist known to them, or uh, any hospitals which has a psychiatric setup. They can go and uh, uh, you know take care of them and uh, take treatment, and then come back. We also uh, ask them to get a letter. From the psychiatric saying that this person is mentally fit to
1: start the IVF treatment. Alright, Diana, as you said, uh, infertility is a couple's disease. And uh, there's an interesting gender dynamic there. Who do you think is more likely to uh, seek counseling? And how does the counseling differ between men and women? Yeah, that's an interesting uh,
0: question. Who seek counseling during infertility treatment? It is always... Women, Of course, you know, so they are the first one to, uh, you know, come to us or, you know, seek help, even though we uh, would like the men to come, not that they don't want to take a counselling, uh, but there is a resistance, of course, mm-hmm. even there is a, uh, you know, a need for counselling for men, he's always uh, puts his wife across first and says, you know, first you do the counselling to my wife, she's thinks a lot she is more depressed. She is more worried always. And, uh, you know, uh, so you counsel her first. Uh, so seeking counseling uh, from a men's side is little different. Uh, compared to the last few years from, you know, being at NOVA, I see now men coming forward, but not as much as uh, women come forward to take counseling.
1: How does the approach differ? Like, and also... Um, an extension to that question, how has the attitude towards psycho- psychological counselling, has has it changed for people?
0: It has changed for sure. There is more awareness about uh, mental health. There is more awareness about psychological counselling. Mm. Thanks to some of the celebrities who come forward uh, and spoke about their uh, concerns or issues on mental health, which helped a lot of people Um uh, to go back and seek a treatment or a seek uh, counseling help as well. Uh, COVID has helped us over the last few, uh, you know, uh, over the last few years now. Due to COVID, there was a death, there was a grief counseling which was required. Mm-hmm. And uh, the need for psychological counseling or a mental health has changed drastically after COVID. And now it is still a taboo in some places, but not so much how it used to be before. Uh, We still get to, uh, you know, hear people saying that, you know, why should I go for
1: a psychological counsellor? I'm not a man. As if it's a taboo and it's not, you know, self-work and there's something wrong with you. People do come with that attitude of denial where they don't accept that maybe, you know, having a mental health is as important as having your physical health. Exactly. So we also want to make it so normal that when you are not well,
0: you go to a doctor. Yeah. So that is a physical health as concerned. But when you are mentally not well, it is okay to go to a doctor or it is okay to go to a counselor. It is not need to go to a doctor. Go to a person who actually, uh, where you can speak openly. Uh, You know, I always believed that uh, you have a lot of issues. Either you write down Mm. or you talk to someone. It will help you to take care of your own self and that really worked in my case and i this is something i also tell a lot of people as well you know if you're com- not so comfortable to talk start writing
1: start journaling journaling really helps it really helps and i think you're uh, dealing with a two uh, you know two pronged approach to two big problems first is normalizing infertility and also normalizing the acceptance for mental health and to be able to, you know, uh, that must be really challenging for couples to understand and uh, come across.
0: It is, it is very, very true. Um, You know, accepting the IVF treatment for some couple is so, so challenging mm-hmm. and accepting psychological counselling or mental health importance of uh, it is also, uh, you know, challenging for some couple. The couple who comes to any fertility clinic, they require two things, a right doctor to, uh, to take care of their uh, infertility issues and advise what is right to them mm-hmm. and a right mentality to take care of myself before I start my IVF journey.
1: Dana, as a uh, infertility counsellor, how do you keep abreast with all the uh, updates and uh, how do you keep the couples informed with the latest medical, legal uh, knowledge and how do you keep yourself on your toes in this field?
0: Yeah. So, uh, psychology field is such a field where you have to keep on upgrading yourself. Uh, so, though, you see NOVA has around uh, 72 centers across India and we have uh, psychological counselors in all our centers. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that we do is uh, exchange our learnings. Mm. You know, we do cross learnings, we share our case studies, we discuss the difficult case studies with each other and uh, discuss be- different scenarios or a different uh, state issues, different culture or how uh, the counselor faced, a pro- uh, you know, faced this couple. How did she uh, help them to uh, come out of this issue? So we do a lot of learnings and a lot of cross learnings uh, with the team. So that is where it really helps us. Uh, And uh, secondly, as a psychological counselors, we also have to read a lot about different, uh, 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 you know, counselling sessions that uh, others do. We read a lot or we listen to a lot of podcasts
1: or listen to a lot of uh, things which helps us to upgrade ourselves in counselling. Okay, and I feel uh, uh, mind is such a beautiful thing and it keeps changing and everybody is so unique that you might have so many cases from across the Uh, country with uh, you said 70 centers which would you know give you a chance to understand so many cases and no case might be the same but it might just help you counsel somebody else yes and one funda is that practice 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 you know the more you practice more you counsel people you will get better and also so many cases you will be able to understand that if I were to uh, counsel this kind of a person because they're going through it just helps there is no particular rule
0: that you need to counsel a patient in a particular way. Right. So there are different ways. For if, As each person is unique, we just need to remember my counseling principles, my counseling techniques. That's it. And then I just have to uh, customize or I have to use as per the patient or the couple that comes in front of me. So that is the
1: only thing. NOVA is present across the country, uh, 45 cities and 70 centers. How do you make sure that the same quality of counselling is delivered across the centres?
0: Yeah, so uh, we do recruit uh, psychological counsellors who are postgraduate in psychology with the different streams, whether it is master's in social work in psychiatric specialisation or it is MA psychology, MSc psychology, or a clinical psychology. We recruit only postgraduates in psychology
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the first place. Second place, we have a very good training mechanism where uh, uh, we train our people on infertility and infertility counseling. So we ensure that every person who has joined with NOVA at the psychological counselors mm-hmm. goes through this rigorous minimum of one month of training Uh, At the center or maybe in other center in the presence of a senior psychological counselor. Mm -hmm. In some cases, we also provide mentoring, uh, mentorship service as well so that the counselor is gets prepared and,
1: uh, you know, takes care of the counseling, uh, quality counseling. All right. And the same standard is then extended exactly. to all the centers yes uh,
0: sometimes we also discuss as i've mentioned earlier that we you know do this cross learnings yeah. and this cross learnings really helps them to learn from each other the therapies they would have used how they would have used and what are the challenges they faced what kind of different patients they see so all of
1: this uh, really helps them to learn from each other uh Diana, for someone who's looking at a career in psychological counseling um, how should they go about it what would be your two bits
0: Anybody who would like to take up uh, psychology as a career, there are a lot of opportunities. There are a lot of uh, universities who provide uh, the course. So anybody who would like to take up, they need to start with a graduation. Any graduation, three years graduation is good enough for someone to, you know, uh, take a specialized uh, post-graduation course in counseling. They can be a graduate in any field? They can graduate in any field. Uh, so for someone like, like I did my master's in social work, specialized in medical and psychiatric uh, social work. So there are colleges uh, in Mangalore, that college that I studied, School of Social Work, Roshanilaya. There is a similar course is available in TIS. There is a, a similar course is available in uh, Bombay with uh, Nirmal niketan Okay. And there are other colleges. In Chennai, there is... Uh, Uh, MSSW which is the Madras School of Social Work they also provide MSW as a course apart from this there are colleges who provide MA in counseling MS in counseling or MA psychology or a clinical psychology there are again the colleges like uh, in all of these colleges where MSW is part of it all those colleges also provide postgraduate in psychology uh Doing a post-graduation is a very good thing because you will be considered as a professional and, uh, uh, you know, give a lot of other uh, therapy exposure and practical experiences uh, to do things when you are studying. So, these are the best career options. And um, there are a lot of, and, um, you know, in the ART Act, um, counseling is mandatory. Mm. uh, Mental health is mandatory to take care of uh, the couple. So there is a lot of opportunities uh, for even for uh, people to
1: take, take a, this up as a career, for, a career for them as well. That's great. I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast will definitely uh, benefit from this information. I hope that is uh, helping them
0: to uh, you know, decide on their career if they are thinking of psychology.
1: Thank you so much, Diana, for spending this time empowering us with this knowledge and also bringing uh, this important topic uh, to life about psychological counseling in infertility for couples because I feel this is such a important topic but often not talked about uh, infertility and mental health in itself so thank you so much for empowering us with this um, insightful session it's been a pleasure to have you with us same here my pleasure to share my thoughts thank you so much To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Fertility Tales powered by Nova IVF. I'm your host Simrat and I hope you cherished this episode and took a lot from it. Till next time, take care. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Thank you.